Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharp Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Hey everyone. Hey. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Mentoring for the Modern Mentoring Musician. Mentoring for the Modern Musician. That's where you, you found us. You found us. There We're we here. Are. We were hiding. <laughs> we're like, oh, you caught us. You found us. So uh, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about... Finding your sound. Finding your sound. Before we talk about that, though, let's just remind everybody. Yes, do some housekeeping. Exactly. Is it housekeeping or house cleaning? I think it's housekeeping. I, I would say housekeeping. I'm not sure about this this name of that. Is it house cleaning? No. Housekeeping. Housekeeping sounds better. Yeah. I think that's it's what Alice on the Brady Bunch would have done. It, right. right. Exactly. exactly. And she it's, always knew what was going on. She did know what was going on. She always knew what was going on. <laughs> so, so you know she Alice had the dirt <laughs> on the Brady Bunch. So, so whatever platform you're listening to us on, we thank you. Absolutely. We are very grateful for your very grateful your for your, your open ears and your hearts listening. and yes. And, and make sure that um, you go uh, and subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. You, you could share. Yes. It, with your friends. You could share. You know, you're always looking for a gift to give someone. <laughs> right? Give them the gift of mentorship. Oh, I was going to say the gift of gab. <laughs> give, them, give them just us talking can about you, random stuff. I'm not sure you can give someone the gift of gab. That's right. That's, I think that's really something that you're actually gifted that is, with. You're Right. That would be. I think that's what it would be. Would but be. you know what? This might let people know whether they are gifted with that. That's right. If they're if they would be talking as much as we're talking, then they probably have it. So they probably have a podcast. So go to your favorite platform and and leave a comment as well. Yeah, and, and please. We love hearing what you want to what you want to hear about. We'd love to be on the high star rating. We would love like to be five. on the high star. The That'd five awesome. stars. If you hate it and you want to give it a one star, then you should be honest. Uh, yeah, please. You know, what I mean? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but you don't have to rate it. If you, but if you, you hate you know it, what if you hate yeah, it. Yeah, just just you know you do want to take that time. <laughs> really, <laughs> you got something else. Here's the thing: focus on your career. If it feels negative to you, you want to turn towards something positive anyway exactly. to get out of that negativity. Exactly right. So leaving a bad <laughs> review, it's just that's not hey, going to do hey. anything for your soul. Nobody's got time for that. Right. right. Exactly. Right. So so thank you very much for listening. Yeah, please we appreciate it. So you are listening to the Mentoring for the Modern Musician podcast, and as promised today, we will be discussing. What is your sound? What's your sound? And how to describe it and how to find it. Exactly. All right. So we all know how this this situation begins. So what do you guys sound like? Right. So you just finished playing a song or someone finds out you're a musician or a singer. Cool. Or so what kind of music do you play? And you, <laughs> you, you go, don't well, want to do this. You don't want to go, you know, I don't want to, you know, narrow myself down. We're kind of like, you know, we're sort of like a cross between like if... If Liza Minnelli were like in a punk ska band with reggae roots and little jazz influence. I, nobody would understand that. The other thing that you don't first want to all, do is... First of all, first of all, no, thing, you're not. That's not what you sound like. The other, and if you do, I want to hear it. Send it That's in. That's true. Go to the website. If you, The other thing that you don't want to hear when someone says, so what kind of music do you play? Is, well, you know, I mean, I don't, we don't really like to put a label on it. Yes. But you know what? We don't like to put a label on it. It'd be like going into a restaurant and going, hey, so uh, what kind of food do you serve? Hey, we don't like to give labels. We're just going to bring something to the table. We're not going to even bring you a menu. <laughs> we're going to just... Okay, will it be soup or will it be cake? Don't we'll figure worry it out. Hey, so much. Hey, don't don't narrow it down. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I'm an, I'm an amazing... I'm an amazing chef. I'm an artist. I'm an artist. 
So you're gonna love actually. This food. Okay, and if good... you could pay me first <laughs> before you eat, exactly right. Look, just buy a ticket to my show. Just yeah, hey, just, just come look, out to my show. Look. So so yes, we are teasing you, musicians. Exactly, because Be- we've been there. We tease because we love. Right. Here's the other thing that you don't want to have happen when someone says, "What kind of music do you play?" What? <laughs> Silence. Silence. Um, well, you know, um, so, uh, well, and look, we've done all of that. We have Why done all have three done of those. All three of those. Absolutely. Right? And got offended that people <laughs> asked what kind of music, kind of music, what do you mean what kind of music do I play? It's like, yeah, yes, or got, just asking a question. Or got irritated. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, <laughs> look, you're not going to come to the show anyway. So, right. mm. so here's, here's the, the thing. They might... They might. And here's the, the other thing that I want to defend this fictitious person that just asked you what kind of music you play. <laughs> you know, they're just asking a very, they, very, uh, like, easy question. Yeah, and they're and interested. They're interested. Here's the thing. You're a musician. Right. They're not. Right. Which, in their minds, remember, means you are cool. Right. Right. And they are not. And, and yeah, we can talk about that at length, too. Like, Absolutely. when someone comes to talk to you after the show. Oh, we'll do a whole show on... How to talk to people after Right, don't show. get annoyed that they like got exactly. their guts up to talk to you. But right. yeah, so they think you're cool because you're a musician. They think what you're doing is cool because you're a musician. Exactly. You may be cool, you may not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They For them, cool you are doing moment. something that they can't possibly imagine doing. And this is the other time. When they say, well, you know, I used to play music. They're trying to connect. Yeah. They're, they're not, not trying to belittle your And, and don't art. get annoyed with, oh, I thought we were talking about me. Uh, uh, you know, we're talking about my music and my sound. I don't even care. You used to play in a wedding band or whatever. Here's the thing. They did just used to play in a wedding band. Exactly. And they're trying to connect to you. Why don't you ask them, cool, what, what kind of music did you What kind of music did you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music did your wedding band play? <laughs> but but it's, a, it, it's a really fine question. People ask that question. On the daily. On the daily. And here's the thing. It's not weird in any other industry. No. What kind of what kind of food do you serve? What kind we of serve uh, Italian food? We're a Thai restaurant. We're a Thai restaurant. We you know we we serve comfort food. Right. We're a breakfast place. We're a breakfast place. Right. Right. Exactly. What kind of law do you practice? I practice family law. I practice real estate law. I right. practice contract law. Right. I practice entertainment law. Exactly. Right. I'm a uh, personal injury attorney. Have you been injured in an accident? <laughs> We will get Call all the, the money law offices of, of Dewey Cheetah and Howe, <laughs> and we will get you all the money you, you got deserve. Coming. I exactly. wish you could see the visuals we're doing here. <laughs> Our bad. <laughs> so, any other industry, this is something that's look. Any you do, entrepreneurial, you do per, this is the pursuit. first thing. You do. If you're going to start a company, what do you sell? You spend the first like however long—six days, six weeks, six months, six years—figuring out what do we do? What do we do? What do we sell? What's, what need are we filling? What, exactly. Okay, so it's a little different than that because yeah. we don't create an artistic endeavor to fill a need. To fill a need. The only need that we're trying to fill is, is to, our own. Is our own. Our own creative and to and to entertain and to to communicate and to. Give an outlet for people. Hey, and I'll, right? I'll give people an out. And say, maybe you're not. Maybe that's not why you're doing it. And sure. if you're not doing it, then you don't need to answer this question. Exactly. As long as you're never going to play out in front of people. Right. And you never want anybody to be interested in you. Yes. You never want anybody to buy your CD or right. your T-shirt or go to your website. If you're literally, or stream your music. Or... If you are literally just making music for your own pleasure, you don't need to listen to the rest of this podcast. Exactly. So Then you're all set. Go grab a coffee or a yeah. 
iced coffee wherever you are. Or, or point and laugh at all the other people that do need to answer the exactly. question. Whatever, whatever, whatever is going to make you feel all right. So for those of you who, who want are going to do a gig. Who want to be able to answer this question. Right. If you're doing a gig, you need to be able to answer the question, what kind of music do you play? And no attitude. Right. Okay? Get rid of your attitude. Absolutely. We do not live in an industry world now. A world, the world we live in now does not have an industry where you can be a jerk with an attitude right. and have a good career. Exactly. Here's the thing. I mean, uh, if you go back and you listen to our podcast with Annie Birnbaum. Right. Um, she talks about she won't sign. She, she might love the music of a band or she might feel like they're a licensing gold mine. But she if she might, thinks they're jerks... But if they're dicks... Forget it. She does not. <laughs> right. She doesn't have anything to do with them. Exactly. Now, I don't want to assume you're being a jerk. I don't mean to right. be harsh on you. Exactly. Maybe no. you're being awesome. You're probably Maybe you're just awesome. feeling what I always felt, which is, I don't know how to answer uh, that question. Right. Okay, so here's the situation that helped us understand why this is so important. Exactly. The first time somebody described it to us as an elevator pitch. Okay? Right. Meaning... Let's say you're at the Ultimate Hotel in Beverly Hills for some reason. Right. You get on an elevator. Or Dubai. Or Dubai, whatever. Or Maybe Paris you're doing a gig, or you're London. Doing a, or yeah, you're, you're, do, okay, you're you, just doing oh. a birthday party, a private birthday party. In Sydney. In Sydney, Australia. And on the elevator with you is Clive Davis. For some weird reason. <laughs> right? You and okay. Clive Davis get right. into the elevator. If you don't know who Clive Davis is, Google him. Use the right. Google. Use the Google. And uh, the door's closed, and it's just the two of you. And you have 15 floors right. to explain to Clive Davis. And he says... You're a musician? You're a musician. What kind of music do you play? you got 15 floors, which is you know roughly 10 seconds. Yeah. To explain who you are, what kind of music you should play, and why Clive Davis should why play. Why should he care? Right? Or what's you know, the Simon, maybe Simon Cowell. It's on. Right, sure. What kind of music do you play? Why do I care? Go. You're horrible. Go. <laughs> Whatever. But if you were in an elevator in alone, t-shirt. <laughs> alone with Simon Cowell, you want to be able to explain exactly clearly, concisely, authentically, and honestly who you are, so that a relatively intelligent twelve-year-old would understand. It's funny they should say that. Who you are. That was my. That was my next example. Was what if you're just? What if it's not somebody famous? What if you just get into an elevator and it is a, a group of potential fans, fans yes. who might come to your show that yes. night? What kind of music do you play? You want to be able to, to tell them. Yeah. Right? Without going, well, you know, I mean, we wouldn't like to box ourselves in. I mean, we're just kind of, you know, I mean, we play the good stuff. Let's, let me give you a couple of good examples. What kind of music do you play? Roots Rock. Ooh, I kind of get it. Like, I, I, get, I can see. Right. So when if somebody says Roots Rock, like who? Then you want to be able to go like X, X, and X. Now, let's jump in real quickly. I know you don't think you sound like Wilco. Right. Right? You don't. You think might not you, even know who Wilco is, so don't you, worry about that. <laughs> you don't think you sound like Ryan Adams. You don't think you sound... But yeah. if you use examples of bands that are sort of in your genre, mm-hmm. in your niche area, right. that people will know, right. then they get a sense of who you are and what you sound like. So that is a way, although Adam was sort of ranking on it earlier, that is a way of describing something right. to people that they will quickly understand. Yes. So 
And to expand on that, here's what we mean. As an artist, the best way to decide to, to try to figure out your path and your genre of music mm-hmm. is to figure out who you would open up for. Right. Whose fans are going to really dig what you do. Yes. Now, I'm going to just real quickly uh, interject, and I think I heard you right, mm-hmm. that the best way to do that yes. is to do this. And I would just qualify that and say yes. one of the best ways. Well, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. There are, there are many different There ways are many different ways. To figure out. And if you already no. know who you are. Great. Awesome. Phenomenal. But this is an inc- this For us, when we had a friend sort of show, we were in a room with an yep. artist that we were working with, and he was showing, um, just went, all right, well, so who would you tour with? Right. It just got so clear. The right. pyramid just went, oh, I know exactly how to do this now. Exactly. And So who would you tour with? So what major legacy artist? Right. What major artist that's, that current. is current that's getting, you know, a billion streams? Yep. Right. And that's B, B, B with billion, billion with a B. B. And what artist that's like them that's getting a million streams? Right. Right. And then maybe even if you're in an area, like say if you're in, in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. right? And the band that's getting all of the attention right, right now. Yeah. That's filling the Mercury Lounge. Right. If you would be a good match for them, if their audience would also like you, boom, then you go, all right, what are, what are people calling them? Exactly. And this also, I mean, there's, this is a big subject because this is part of, with the it artist is. development part of this, you need to, I love to see, we love to see people looking like they sound. Right. Right? So that yes. what I want to do is when I get on an elevator and it's just you and I, and I look at you. I need to I need to look at you and know that you're a musician. And what I love and is if, if I, I can, look at you. And I can have an idea about what I think and you I go, sound like. You know what? I'll bet this guy's playing Roots Rock. Exactly. I'll that, bet this one's a, 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 an EDM artist. Exactly. I'll bet whatever, right? Yeah. I love that. I do too. And it's obviously it's got to be authentic. Definitely. But we'll, and we talk about this with. Well, with, if you're playing a kind of music that doesn't sound like what you look like, that's probably not authentic. Right. Now, there are all kinds of arguments to be made about that. Where you'll mm-hmm. go, well, Kurt Cobain was like basically in a punk band and, uh, you know, he wore, you know, cardigans. That's not very punk. Well, you well, know but, what? But you it know was. What, what kind of cardigan did he wear, though? Well, I know. And here's the thing. It was, he wasn't really a punk artist. He was a grunge artist. Right. And he wasn't just a grunge artist. He was a very specific kind of grunge artist. And if you look at what he looks like in pictures and then you listen to music that Nirvana put out, you go, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, right? exactly. If you look at Harry Connick Jr. Yes. In an amazing... Yeah, or Michael really, Blake. Or Michael Blake in a really nice suit and you listen to the kind of music you play, you go, oh, yeah, I got it. You look at Nora Jones. You listen to her music. Got it. Yeah. You look at the Rolling Stones. You look at their music. Got yeah. it. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Listen to the music. Got it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Right. Miley Cyrus, through all of her different yeah. incarnations, yes. she, her look matches the kind of sound that she has. Yeah. Chris Stapleton. Yes. Okay. You see the still footage right. of him with a cowboy hat, kind of long hair, long, full beard that I'm envious of that I couldn't grow. <laughs> right? And then you hear Tennessee whiskey. Right. And you're like, oh, I'm in. I got it. I got it. I get it. I right. get it. Right? Um, so we want your we want your look, not we necessarily. What we're talking about is you you're, you're should be striving to have your look 
already communicate to somebody the feel exactly. of what your music is. So this is another thing that, that we want to touch on really briefly here is that where part of where the industry is going yes is that it isn't going to be as much even about genre anymore right because genre was a was a radio construct correct right right and i'm since, listening to a station and we're listening to country exactly. we are listening to and since radio is changing and terrestrial radio is actually you know on the decline you're going to have more things like mood right. of the music, right? right. So uh, we play chill music. That is one, isn't that on, on it's a, it's Spotify? A, it, there is. It's one, yeah. but it, it's one of the most searched. It is the most searched on Spotify, on Google, on Amazon. You know, so Alexa, Pandora, right? Alexa, Alexa play right. chill, right? Which again, music. that's that's a whole nother podcast right. that we'll do talking about. But here's why it's important. For... But here's why it's important to know how to describe your music is because of that. Right. Right? You want to be able to really easily say, we play this kind of music. Right. Right? So, talk about the artists that you sound like. Yes. Right? So, you know, we, we kind of do the same kind of thing that like, you know, like Coldplay or Keen right. does. And you're like, oh, right? I get it. I get it. So, you kind of play that Brit rock. Right. Like, almost anthem-y. Right. You know, not a lot of chords. Right. But they're kind of power. Yeah. You know? Right. And there's a lot of high melody. Yeah. And probably not a lot of harmony. Right. Exactly. Or, um, you know, Chris Stapleton, great example. So, you know, kind of like a, you know, like, I mean, so we have a female singer. So we're kind of like a cross between like, you know, like Chris Stapleton and um, Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. Right. So if you were to say you're a cross between, you're a female artist and you're kind of a cross between Casey Musgraves and... Chris, Chris Stapleton. Stapleton. I go, oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. So you're kind of like a, you're like more of a gospely type singer, right. but you play quirky country music like Casey like Musgraves. Casey Musgraves, right. And I say like that to you. Like maybe Casey Musgraves and, and it with, with a little bit more of a, of a gritty voice. voice. Yeah. Right? And I go, oh, I get it. Right, exactly. Cool. Right? If you're, if you're um, you know, uh, uh, a dance artist mm -hmm. and you could say, well, you know, I kind of, you know, my, my, my beats kind of sound like a Vici, right? And and then I, but I sing more like uh, you know whoever Mariah right. Carey. Or yeah, Adele exactly. Or any, exactly. Adele, it's like a, imagine right. Adele with right. a, with a Vici. Great, but right. again, you're getting images as we talk about these sort of weird conglomerations. Right, and we don't want to go through all the styles, but I think you get yeah. the the idea about what we're talking about is if you can try to find the people that you know. If you could get yourself or your band on tour with them, on tour with them in front yeah. of their audience, that their audience would like you. Yeah. So that's and that's a better way to put it. So rather than describing what you're across between, mm -hmm. you can say I would I would fit well on a bill with right Chris yes. Stapleton and Casey Musgraves. Yes. Right? Exactly. So so what you're doing is you're letting people use their imagination and fill in the blank. Right. But, but you're guiding them toward but what it would feel like. And one of the reasons that this is important is because if you say to somebody, you know, we we kind of play the same style of like we we do well on tour with Coldplay or Keen. Right. Right. If this is one of those rare people that hates Coldplay. Right. Like John Oliver. 
Yes. Right? Like, John, if you said that to John Oliver, he'd go, excellent. I know never to come and see your show. Exactly. Right? I have a really good friend, excellent musician, who's going to remain nameless. Yeah. You know who you are. <laughs> who hates Coldplay with the Heat right. of Thousand Sons. So he would know. Which is fine. This just goes to show that there's always an exception that proves the rule. <laughs> right. Right? He would know. Not Don't go see this band. There's plenty of... There are, there's always an example of somebody who doesn't like a certain kind of music. Exactly. And, and you don't need to concern yourself with that. No, right. You want exactly. to not try to be everything to everybody. Yes, right? exactly right. So, but what you do want to do is make sure that what if they love Coldplay right. and they are the kind of person that would kill... Yes. To be able to have been on the ground floor when Coldplay was coming up. Exactly right. And right? they want And that see... they could go to your yes. house concerts. Yes. And they would watch you when you're, you know, when you're doing a live thing yes. and they put money in your virtual tip jar. Because, yes, exactly. Man, we no, you guys don't even know. You think you like Coldplay. No, I'm telling you, you know, yeah. my band, you know, these guys are, you know. Yes. Right? Yeah, exactly. You don't want, you don't want to miss out on that because you go when someone says what kind of music you play you go you know I don't know it's you know it's kind of you know like right, so, we don't put ourselves in that kind of box so part of what we're talking about here is when you're describing to somebody else but what's important about this is this is how you figure it out yourself right this is how you yes. describe to yourself yes what kind of style am I right how, what what do I want out of this absolutely right? so let's say you don't quite know yet who you are and you're right. starting to do demos yes Hopefully, at this stage, you're doing demos on your phone, into your laptop, mm -hmm. into GarageBand, into Logic, maybe, if you mm -hmm. ponied up the 200 bucks to get the program, you know, exactly. into Pro Tools, if you're, you know, right. you know, if you're, you're able to do that, right, if you know what's going on in there. If you're in music school, you're If you're in music school, you understand, <laughs> you understand how Pro Tools works. Yeah. Um, that, that you could start trying on different tours right. that way, yes, right? Absolutely. Where you go, all right, I'm going to do my... Indie artist who would open up for, uh, you know, well, my indie artist who would open up for Casey Musgraves and Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Right? Or my indie artist that would open up for Coldplay or Keen. Right. You could still be an indie artist. Those are just, you're going to produce oh, the, the record absolutely. in two different ways that way. Absolutely. Right? Um, my right. my uh, pop artist who uh, would be tour support for Bruno Mars. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and, and that's going to drive you into a different direction if you are thinking about these different artists that, that you want to open. For. Right. Exactly. Um, so you're, a, you're, a, you're a, an acoustic gospel singer-songwriter like Mark Broussard. Yes. Exactly right. Right? right? God willing. Exactly. You know? and, and if you are, bless you. Bless you. Exactly. All blessings be upon your house. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right? Or you are... You know, you're going to open for somebody who is, you know, sort of like uh, like like Matthew Cause. Yes, right. Not a sir. Yes, exactly right. Right. So that says something different about how you're going to produce your album. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it's you know, am I going to have a lot of instrumentation? Is there going to be a lot of space? Right. Am I going to have a lot of electric guitar? Probably. You know, am yeah. I going to have drum loops or am I going to have drums that? are looped but sound like real drums. Right, right, right? exactly. So all of that's going to be important for how, however you are recording. Yeah, and, right? and, and helps you figure out, um, and we do that all the time when we're doing pre-studio production for anybody that we're working with, where right. the first couple of things we'll ask them will be, all right, what are you listening to? Mm -hmm. 
what are you what are you hoping this these this song or these songs right. this group of songs is going to sound like? What what are you hoping that they're where are you hoping to play them? Right. What do you want to do? Are we making a demo or a really nice sounding work tape? Right. Or are we are we you know recording something for a release? And again, I'm going to jump in real quickly about the the and defend the artist in all of us. And sometimes you're like, I don't know, man. I just want to record a record. I want to record an album. And you go, oh, okay, okay. Um, it can be really expensive mm-hmm. to record an album, even if you're doing it on your own. Absolutely. Because uh, the expenses won't always just be the studio time. It'll be your time. And mm-hmm. it'll be, you know, getting the CDs duplicated and, right. and yep. not doing other things during that time. During that Spending picture, your yep. capital, your time, exactly. your energy, your creativity. And I think we have in, in the had this image of the past being, you know, you just go in the studio, you know, and you just create, man. It's like we're all going to do Sgt. Pepper. Right. And you go, you know, right. we're not, though, because we right. don't have an unlimited budget. Right. You might do Sgt. Pepper. Yes. Right. You might, you know. But the Beatles were the biggest band in the world when they did Sgt. Pepper. Right. And so they were experimenting like, with who they were and where they were going to expand from. Exactly. They'd already done I Want to Hold Your Hand. Right. And Please Please Me. Right. And they already had been on the Ed Sullivan Show. Right. And were so famous that they weren't touring anymore because nobody could hear them there when was they no, played right, there, was, there was no sound system that was powerful enough. Right? So right. like them locking themselves in the studio to do Revolver or do Sgt. Yeah. Pepper or is a different deal. And, and using them as an example of how you're going to create your first... EP is kind of flawed logic. Yeah, you're not, you're exactly. not going to... Oh, flawed Logic, by the way, would be a great name for a band. If there isn't already a band called Flawed Logic... Snatch it up. Snatch it up. Go make, register. Please, good Lord, make sure you register it. Register the domain. At least register the website. It's not expensive right. to do that. Exactly. Come up with a cool band name. Side note. Side note. Go register the domain. So what was that again? Flawed Logic. Right. So if you come up with a cool name for a band... Like flawed logic. Go register the domain. Register the domain. We're going to check this next week. Yes, we are. Although, you know, there's probably a band in Yeah, well, we've had many, many bands were names where we thought, this is a perfect name for us. And then you go check it out, and, and there's a band yeah, in Boise. There's already a band in Texas. Yeah. A band in D.C. Yeah, or a band in New Zealand. A band exactly, in exactly. So, what kind of music do you play? Yeah, you know. Right, yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, you knows. No, you know. No, uh, no, mm, no, well, it's kinda. No. No. Right? You want to know this. So that when you have your elevator pitch. Right. With Simon Cowell. Right, exactly. Right? And, and or can... a group of potential fans. Exactly right. Then you know what to say to people. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll give you what, what we say to people. Okay, so when people ask us, well, what do you guys do? The first thing we say is, we make everything better. And that is usually either they're done with us, they don't want to talk anymore, (laughs) or that that intrigues them, and they go, well, what do you mean? And then we can say, well, you know, we're producers, and we're songwriters, and we do artist development, and we've developed this system of virtual artist development where people can do it from wherever they are. And, you know, Mm -hmm. then we, well, we have a podcast, and we run a studio, and we still, you know, teach individual lessons, and we do band coaching, and, 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 and. But we can't start with, oh, well, you know, we do virtual arts development. People don't even know what that is. Exactly. So we have to start with something that explains what we do. That is our goal. We make everyone better. Everything. We make, our goal is to make everything better. Right. All right, now. And whether it's songs we're producing or artists we're working with, that through, through our positive, Narrative. Narrative. Yeah. 
we help you figure out what you do best. Right? How you sound best. And now notice if you backtrack and you listen to all the podcasts we're doing and you watch our website and you, if you know us in person or if you've worked with us and you hear that we said we make everything better, hopefully you go, oh yeah, right. that really is what they're trying to do. I'm not saying we always do it. Not always. But that's where we're, that's where we're heading. That's where exactly. we're, the headspace is. That's where we're coming from. And so having that kind of a clear, concise hook about who you are as an artist helps people understand who you are and helps them understand what they're going to do with you. And why they care. And why they care. And whether they're going to care. Right. And if they don't care, that's fine. That's fine because there's going to be a bunch of people who do. Exactly. You don't need everybody to care about you. Because you're awesome. Right. You're doing great. So remember, no matter what's going on, you got us. We got your back. Thank you.